Hello, and welcome to the Learned, Heard, and Stirred podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Kenner, a clinical nutrition student on a track to become a registered dietitian. I'm also a wife and mama bear to an almost two-year-old Sophie, who is my unofficial co-host and sidekick. She is actually turning two on Monday. We are a house of April birthdays, so this is definitely a COVID-19 birthday year. (sighs) What a weird freaking time, fam. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, It's weird. Um, the first week was the hardest for me, I will say. My husband and I started social distancing about a week before it was required. I have friends who work in healthcare, so my panic button was pressed before most people. Um, so at first I was really anxious. I didn't know what to expect. I kept reading and hearing the worst news that was going on in Italy, and it was pretty terrifying. So, uh, per the advice of friends, we stocked up on all of our essentials, and because we heard that the grocery stores were going crazy some places. So I think LA was a little delayed after Seattle. And I have a friend who works in public health there and was like, things are going to get really, really bad. So, um, so yeah, we, we stocked up on two weeks worth of food, not like six months to a year. Um, it's ridiculous. Um, and it was a smart decision because within a week, like everything was sold out near us. I try to not be judgy, but the hoarding thing like really sent me over the edge. I was so upset about it because it's just dumb. Like I I can't, I usually don't like using a word like that, but it is dumb behavior. It's panic. It's not thinking things through. It's not thinking about other people. Um, And it's just there, it was unnecessary. So The selfish stuff like really upset me. Um, On top of that, people not respecting government-ordered stay-at-home mandates. Like, come on. If there's a time to be a human being, this is it. This is not about me or like it's it's just crazy to me. So yeah, like when I think about it, I, the anger starts to come back. It's just, so I've, I've kind of like have fluctuated between some anxiety, but I take, um, not sponsored at all, but I take a daily Petra or two or three. Um, it's a great mint that is, um, it's half CBD, half THC. I find that it's like a really good combo. It's not too much THC that I start getting anxious and like adding to my anxiety because I don't need that right now. But it just kind of takes the edge off and it helps me sleep pretty well at night without like my head ruminating and thinking about, you know, the end of times (laughs) because that's kind of what this feels like. Um, so yeah, I, I transitioned between that, but the Petra helps and, um, I, and then I get angry when I like see people not respecting science, um, especially like when celebrities are irresponsible, that's super annoying to me. Like I was really pushed over the edge with Miranda Kerr when she posted about, um, I don't even know if I say her name right, but who cares anyway, she's dead to me, Um, because she posted something about the medical medium, or from him, about ways to like basically ward off COVID-19 as if you can like clean eat and, you know, boost your immune system, a word that I hate. Um, You can't boost your immune system, by the way, you can support it, you can 
definitely consume antioxidant-rich foods to support your immune system, but everything he says is complete quackery. It is pseudoscience. It is not supported by any medical or science person at all. Um, so she shared something from him, and I was just like, oh, like, please unfollow all of her social media. Um, I've had a few moments like that, but for the most part, people have been awesome I think um I think Kristen Bell she's always been one of my favorites and right now she's definitely one of my favorites the things that she has shared have just been wonderful Josh Gad is wonderful um Leonardo DiCaprio always one of my favorites he's such a like diehard environmentalist and just you know like he doesn't use his celebrity for anything self-promoting it is all about doing good things for the, the world so those are some like feel good accounts to follow. And then of course, just the funny stuff, like um, the account my therapist says, I think that's what it is. Uh, it's just like funny. So I've been, I think focusing like in between my moments of being anxious and being angry, I'm mostly just being content and finding ways to find peace. Overall, I feel really lucky and blessed because um, I have my health, my family is healthy. My husband has a job, so I'm still able to go to school. Uh, he's a TV agent, so productions are dead everywhere. Um, but we're, we're really, really lucky that he has work. And we have food on the table and a roof over our head. And we're impacted. Like, look, everyone is impacted by this financially, emotionally. And some people, some people's health is impacted by this. And people are losing loved ones. And um, I... I understand completely the seriousness of this and I I don't take a single bit of my privilege for granted because you know everywhere people are getting pay cuts and it's like at the end of the day if you're alive you're lucky so um, I just try to think about it that way and when I reached out to my audience on Instagram and asked what people wanted me to talk about in an episode um, the recurring theme was positive, something just positive because, you know, it's just a really difficult time and I don't think people need to get preached at about like macronutrients and micronutrients, even though I don't do a ton of that um, anyway. If I do, it's more like dispelling myths about like these silly diets and diet culture-y things. But, um, but yeah, I just, in lieu of a nutrition episode, I wanted to talk about something positive and gratitude seemed like a good topic. Um, my hope is that we all come out of this pandemic experience with a bit more awareness, connection, and gratitude. So what is gratitude? Uh, the word comes from the Latin word gratia, which means grace, graciousness, or gratefulness, depending on the context in which it's used. I think gratitude encompasses all of these definitions. It's an appreciation for what a person receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives and in the process can recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least somewhat outside of themselves. Gratitude also helps people connect to something larger than themselves, whether it's to other people, nature, higher power, whatever floats your boat. In psychology research, gratitude is highly associated with greater happiness. It helps people feel more positive emotions, find joy in good experiences, improve their mental health, and cope with adversity, as well as build strong relationships. People feel and express gratitude in many ways. 
They can apply it to past experiences by retrieving positive memories and being thankful for aspects of their childhood or various wins they've experienced to date. They can apply gratitude to the present time by not taking good experiences for granted as they happen. Um, and we can apply gratitude to the future by pursuing a hopeful and optimistic attitude. I say pursuit because I think we have to actively work towards optimism, especially during difficult times. It can be so hard to find something good to hold on to, but um, we just, we have to, we have to. Let's look at some of the research on gratitude. Two psychologists, Dr. Robert A. Emmons of the University of California, Davis, and Dr. Michael E. McCullough of the University of Miami, have done a lot of research on gratitude. In one study, they asked the participants to write a few sentences each week, focusing on a particular topic. One group wrote about things they were grateful for that had happened during the week. A second group wrote about daily frustrations or things that it had upset them, and the third group wrote about events that had impacted them with a neutral approach. After 10 weeks, the people who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and felt better about their lives. They also exercised more and had fewer visits to doctors than people in the groups that focused on negative stuff. Another leading researcher in this area, Dr. Martin E. P. Seligman, a psychologist at the University of Pennsylvania, tested the impact of various positive psychology interventions on 411 people, each compared with a control assignment of writing about early memories. They were assigned to write and personally deliver a letter of gratitude to someone they hadn't properly thanked. The participants showed a huge increase in their happiness scores. The impact was greater than those observed in the other intervention, with benefits lasting for up to a month. Of course, studies like this can't prove cause and effect, but most of the studies published on this topic do support a correlation between gratitude and a person's sense of well-being. Other studies have looked at how gratitude can improve relationships. One study of couples found that people who took time to express gratitude for their partner not only felt more positive towards said partner, but also felt more comfortable expressing concerns about their relationship. Managers who remember to say thank you to their subordinates often find that those employees feel more motivated to work and report greater overall job satisfaction. Gratitude is a way for people to appreciate what they have rather than always reaching for something new or better in hopes that it will make them happier or thinking they can't feel satisfied until every physical and material goal is met. Gratitude helps people refocus or shift their focus in the direction of what they have instead of what they lack. It might feel forced for a while, but the ability to feel gratitude grows stronger with time and practice. Let's look at some ways you can cultivate gratitude in your life if you aren't already. Write thank you notes. You can make yourself happier and nurture your relationship with the people most important to you by writing thank you letters to express your appreciation for them and the positive impact they've had on your life. During this home isolation time, an email or text is a really nice gesture to let people know you're thinking about them and that you're super grateful for their presence in your life, even if you can't physically be around each other right now. Maybe try sending one to yourself while you're at it. Thank someone mentally. This is an exercise I've done um, to just think about people who aren't in my life currently for various reasons, but helped me grow as a person, as an employee, a student, a partner. 
I carry so much gratitude in my heart for people who have taught me lessons, even the tough ones along my path, because it's how I've grown. Um, keep a gratitude journal. Make it a habit to write down the things you are grateful for every single day. It becomes second nature over time, and it can help us get through tough times, like we're experiencing right now. Life isn't rosy all the time, but gratitude makes even the tough stuff manageable. A big thing for me right now is thinking about my Jewish and African ancestors who endured so much worse than I can imagine. They were enslaved and beaten and starved and awful things, all because of their religion or the color of their skin. My worst days would be a fairy tale for them. An old friend used to always say, one man's trash is another's treasure. I really appreciated this perspective and I reflect on it a lot to this day. Meditate. Mindfulness meditation involves focusing on the present moment without judgment. People can also choose to focus on a word or phrase such as peace or stillness or self-connection. This can be really helpful, especially when you're experiencing more stress than usual. Meditation for me is a reconnection to my breath and to the present moment. I meditate during and after my yoga practice. I talk a lot on Instagram about how powerful yoga has been for me, both physically and emotionally. I'm not religious, but it is my spiritual outlet. In yoga, we say namaste at the end of each practice. That more or less means the light, the love, and the teacher in me honors, respects, and truly sees the light, the love, and the teacher in each and every one of you. That sentence pretty much sums up my relationship with gratitude. It reminds me that I'm connected to everyone and everything on this planet. This life is not just about me. My thoughts, actions, and words impact other people, even if indirectly. So I have a responsibility to look beyond my ego, my proclivity for selfishness and self-centeredness, and my desire for more of everything. If I'm not grateful for what I have in this present moment, I have nothing. With gratitude, I have everything.